Hey guys, this is going to be a little quick episode. This is episode 4 of I Know Nothing About MMA. This is just my thoughts for the 13th of August 2020. We are close to that UFC 252 card. We will get that card going. Hopefully get that up by Tuesday or something like that, I hope. Something like that. Very excited for that card. But in this, we're just going to be talking about a little bit of news I saw. Paige Van Zandt going to bare knuckle fighting championships? What? Really? We're only talking about Max Roskopf being released from the UFC. Why? It's a bit strange. And we're also just going to be talking about why I don't like Dana White's Contender Series. This is just going to be a little quick episode. Not even going to do much editing on this episode. But I just had to share my thoughts. Peace out, guys. Alright, now this is some interesting news. I don't know if this really is true. Certainly, I'm very confused by it. Paige Van Zandt, the beautiful woman. Well, I'm not saying that to be sexist, but that's a, that's a drawing card, right? That's a calling card, you know? She is signing to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. The Bare Knuckle Boxing Organization. What the fuck? This can't be true. If this is true, then she is way less intelligent than I gave her credit for being. How can you go on this talk about how you're going to make so much money on Instagram and then go to a sport where knuckles are like fucking daggers? Where every fighter I watch gets cut to pieces? Why are you doing that? Like, you do realize WWE would have you. Like, I'm convinced of it. Bellator would have you. Now, I'm sure Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, if they're signing up, are giving her more money. But they're giving you more money to get your fucking head knocked off. It is a brutal sport. It's not boxing, it's Bare Knuckle Boxing. This is brutal. Can't believe she's doing this. I really can't believe Paige Van Zandt is going to bare knuckle fighting championships. I don't know if this is true. Like, I can't, I don't know. There's no real confirmation. She hasn't came out and said it, I don't think. Let me just check that. No, it's true. It's true. Oh, it's damn true. As that's fucking insane. I'm just I'm doing this in real time, guys. Paige Van Zandt joins Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. She's getting one million dollars. Look, that's fair enough. That's a four fight deal, one million dollars. That's peanuts, fam. That's peanuts. I can't believe that. So the total, the totality of the deal is worth over one million dollars with incentives attached. Listen, I hope she makes a lot of money. You know, I, I do keep saying that this is a short career. You need to maximize the earnings you make in this career, but you don't maximize the earnings you take in this career by going to bare knuckle fighting championship. 
This is the worst place to go. Do you understand that? This is fucking outrageous. I can't believe she didn't go to Bellator. I cannot believe it. I can't believe she didn't go to WWE. She's going to the one place, <laughs> the most dangerous, apart from Lathway or whatever it's called, the Burmese Muay Thai, you know, headbutt sport. She's going to the sport where you have your knuckles exposed. Guys, look up a photo of Adam Lobov and Jason Knight after their fight. Look it up right now. And then go and look at Paige Van Zandt's Instagram page. What the fuck? Well, I'm sorry I'm ranting so much about this, but this is just insane to me. So, this is what she said. It was an amazing contract, an amazing opportunity. I, I also feel it's not a move backwards. Me, it is. It's a lateral move to a new opportunity. Well, well, it's a lateral move backwards, I would say. A new challenge, a new sport. I really have sparked a brand new passion for it, and especially for striking in general. Are you serious? And on top of that, I feel like people have the stigma in MMA that it's just that I'm a pretty face. Well, that's your drawing card. I mean, I don't... I'm sorry to keep saying that, but that's why people are interested in watching you fight. Let's just call a spade a spade. You know. If you... You know, if you weren't that good looking, you would certainly not be getting the opportunities you're getting, alright? Let's just call a spade a spade, alright? No shame in that. You know... And this is my problem with Paige Van Zandt, which she says stuff like, well, I make more money on Instagram. Well, stop fighting then. Because in your last performance, you got embarrassed. You got absolutely embarrassed. And I know I sound like Dana White here, but I hate that shit. Because there are people who are so hungry. They're so hungry for this. They want this so bad. Oh, I'm just going to go to Instagram because I get more money like that. You know, whatever. The people do not have that opportunity, all right? So I don't like hearing about that shit. I don't have that opportunity. I'm ugly. I don't have that opportunity. But man. That's just ridiculous to me. She's going to bare knuckle fighting championship. That's outrageous. Then she went on Dancing with the Stars. It's like, what the fuck? I know Dancing with the Stars is like a... A stupid show where, you know, you either get, like, athletes who are like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Who cares? And then you get, like, celebrities who are like, I need the money. I need, the, I don't want to do this, but I really need the money. Paige Van Zandt, I know she's making $1 million for four fights. That's not a lot of money anyway. Sure, she wouldn't get that in the UFC, but do you know why she doesn't get that in the UFC? Because she ain't worth it. How can you give someone a million dollars when they're losing every fight? Not every fight, but she's she loses when the lights are bright, alright? Now, she can go to bumfuck Ohio, bumfuck Oklahoma, and fight in these shitty little events, man. The biggest event in their life was Paulie Malinagi versus Artem Lobov. Yeah, fun fight, whatever. But it's a bum fight. 
I don't want to see Paulie Malinagi in a fucking bare-knuckle fight. He ain't that type of guy. They did him wrong in that fight, so I scored that fight for Paulie. Shout-out to Paulie, man. One of the GOATs. I love that guy. So frustrating. It really is. Rant over, because I can't can't keep talking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about Paige Van Zandt in bare-knuckle fighting. That's a lot. This is the last time on this podcast we speak about Paige Van Zandt. She had the chance to go to Bellator. She had the chance to go to one. She had the chance to go to WWE. And do you know why she didn't go to WWE? Because they probably said, well, look, we're going to give you a developmental contract. Because you don't know how to fucking wrestle. But it just shows you the character of the person where it's like, well, I'm just going to go to the person who gives me more money because, uh, you know. But you're going to get your head smashed off. I can't keep saying this. Look at your knuckles right now. Look down at your knuckles. Mine are like fucking blades, man. Some people don't have knuckles like blades, but a lot of people do. Especially the people in this sport. They got knuckles like blades. I hate watching it too. I hate watching this bar... It's a barbaric sport. It's a blood sport. When it first came around, I was like, I'll watch it. I'll see what it's like. Can't be too bad. Then you watch these guys after the fight and you're like, dude, that's fucked up. You sure you want to keep doing this? Are you, sh- are you doing this because you're not good enough to be a boxer? Oh, oh, that's the reason. Oh, you're doing this because you're not good enough to be an MMA fighter. Oh, right. Oh, you're coming out of retirement... To beat up Conor McGregor's friend. Oh, right. Oh, it'd be like that. There ain't many great athletes in that sport. A lot of idiots in that sport. Idiots! Right, but that's the last time we talk about Paige Van Zandt on this podcast. She is a fool. Obviously, is really stupid. But I'm talking about it, so she wins. She beat me. 10-8 10-8 round. She gets that 10-8 round over me. Because I'm so annoyed about this. But yes. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I've done my rant. That's it. Alright. Another story we're going to talk about today is the UFC releases Max Roskopf. And they've released a few fighters today. Evan Dunham. Beth Correa. Wish these guys luck. But let's talk about the Max Roskopf situation. Max Roskopf is famous for when he quit on his stool. He told his coach, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And his coach said, please, come on. Come on. You only got one chance. Please, come on. And he's like, dude, he's done. He's fucking done. Like, I'm looking at this guy, he's got his head down, he's saying, I can't do this anymore. Why do you want to send him out to fight? That's, like, stupid. And he did not come out to fight, even after that ridiculous speeches Cornerman gave him. By the way, fuck that guy. Seriously, fuck that guy. And I know a lot of people in the sport defended him, which I don't care. I really don't care if people, if 
everyone in the world defends that guy. To me, that's wrong. You don't do that to someone. If someone says, I'm not fighting anymore, you throw in that towel. You live to fight another day. For people like Chael Sonnen say, oh, it's not a bad thing. He should have done it. No, he should not have done it. Why do you want to do that to the guy? But he has been released, and I don't think this is because he quit on a stool like he did. He did quit on a stool against Austin Hubbard. He came in as a short-notice replacement, so obviously didn't have a lot to train. He fought well in the first round, but he said, I can't do anything anymore. I'm gassed. I'm done. His cornerman should have said yes. And the thing is, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't even be talking about this guy if his cornerman did throw in the towel and say, he's right, I can't do... But he tried to push him, and I know that's the role of a cornerman, I know that's the role of a mentor, a trainer, you push your guy, but when he says, I can't do it anymore, I'm done, and he's looking at the ground, and all the body language is telling you that this guy's done. He's done, all right? And he, he didn't even go out for the, uh, the second round or third round, because he was done, all right? So he's been released. Doesn't mean it's the end of his career either, by the way. These things happen. He's going to have to go back to the regional scene. He's going to have to get a few wins under his belt. But if he does, he'll be back. And if he's not, that's fucked up. But he, he should be back. Yeah, it's just... Ugh. So that's the other story of the day. Max Roscoff. Let me just say that guy's name right. Max Roskopf. There you go. Max Roskopf. He's released from the UFC. Won't be seeing him again. Only reason I'm talking about him is because of what his trainer did to him. He should move camps, by the way, guys. By the way, move camps. You don't have to stay with the same camp your whole entire career, guys. Different coaches are going to teach you different things. Different coaches are going to care about you as well, all right? A lot a lot of these coaches care about their gym more than their fighter. A loss for their fighter means a loss for their gym. Remember that, guys, all right? So his coach did not give a fuck about him that day. Because if he did, he would have said, don't go out. It's done. I've seen Duke Rufus do it. I love that guy. I remember someone broke their arm. I think it was Anthony Pettis. Yeah, it was Anthony Pettis against Tony Ferguson. He said, my arm's broke. I can't go out. Straight away, said his arm's broke. He's not going out there. No way. What a guy. Obviously cares about his fighter. Doesn't matter if his fighter loses. So, yes. That is that news. Max Roskopf is gone from the UFC. Going to go back to Regis Doesn't mean he's gone forever. Does not mean that. Let's not think that. But yes, he's gone. All right. I want to talk about why I haven't been talking about UFC Dana White's Contender Series. Now, why I'm not talking about this is because I fundamentally disagree with the premise of the show. I think it's a load of shit. 
I think there's much better ways to find people than to look at Dana White's vanity show. I think that's all it really is, the Dana White vanity show. I think they exploit fighters. I think they're getting fighters to fight for peanuts in the hope that they will get a contract with the UFC and it will not be a good contract with the UFC. Obviously, Sean O'Malley's came from that system. Greg Hardy's came from that system. By the way, those two people coming from their system were just promoting those guys. Those guys were already going to be in the UFC, but that's just a platform to put them on. But most of these guys and women, sorry, and women, are being exploited for Dana White's vanity show. And I'm not talking about it anymore. I refuse to talk about this show. When these guys get to the main roster, when these guys are signed by the UFC and they have fights on fight night cards and pay-per-views and prelims and early prelims, I will talk about them. Until then, I am not giving them the time of day because, as I said, fundamentally, I disagree with the premise of the show. It's not Dana White's Contender Series, it's Dana White's Vanity Project. Fuck that guy. Alright, and that's the end of today's show. This was just a quick one. I might actually call this episode 3.5. I know I said at the start of the show we're going to call this episode 4, but this is just going to be episode 3.5. My thoughts on what happened. Thank you for listening. Again, if you have any suggestions for what you want me to talk about, please email me at I know nothing about MMA at gmail.com. That's I know nothing about MMA, the title of the show at gmail.com or DM me or follow me on Twitter. It's I-K-A-M-M-A at... No, that's not it. It's I-K-A-M-M-A. That's my handle, okay? Just forget about that part. Forget, don't forget about Twitter. Just email me, okay? I know nothing about MMA at gmail.com. Forget Twitter. Don't even bother with Twitter. Just type in I know nothing about MMA on Twitter. You'll, you'll find me, I hope. The algorithms might not work yet. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'll see you guys later. God, I'm so embarrassed about that. I don't even know my own Twitter handle. I'm terrible at this self-promotion game. I'm terrible. But anyway... Thank you for listening, guys. I've said that three times, but again, hey, I'll say it four times. Thank you so much. Peace out. Enjoy your day. I'll see you some other time. Bye-bye.